Hi, my beautiful people. I just wanted to let you know about a book that's helped me save a lot of money. The book is called How to Buy in Today's Digital World, Tips for Those Who Want to Save a Buck. This book provides step-by-step -step tips on how to save money on your online purchases. It also instructs you on making smart financial decisions when buying groceries, booking flights and hotels, plus lots more. I hope you get a chance to get your copy. I think you'll love it, and I know you'll save some money. Available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. You're listening to Augustus Cho's Fry It Up podcast on the Nana Music Network. Today's Fry It Up with Augustus Cho. My guest is a World Wrestling Council heavyweight championship three times. And in the 90s, you will recall him, how he worked for WWF as a character named Kwong, which was very endeared to me for obvious yeah. reasons. And later on, as the general manager of the International Wrestling Association, he's won five titles, including undisputed heavyweight championship of the world. Just so you may be informed, he is a Puerto Rican native whose birth name is Juan Rivera. But the world knows him better as Savio Vega. With that, we welcome to the mic, Savio Vega. How are you, Savio, senor? August, August, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, well, I got goosebumps. Look at it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good introduction. Uh, to be honest, I, I done... Uh, many, many interviews, and uh, I mean, you see that you are a very prof professional, you study, and you you come with the, with that letter, you come in like a plane, taking off, taking off, and you, I love it, I love it, thank you very much, uh, man, uh, it's a pleasure, man, thank you very much. Thank ah, you. It's honor is all mine, and I'm glad to have you, and, and I'm looking forward to talking to you, because you're going to enlighten us about so many things. Yes. About the wrestling world and also about Savio and your life and all those things. And you will become even more known than you are already. Thank all you. Right? Thank you very much. Yes, and sir. I appreciate your time and I look forward to your insight. All right. So let's begin. Good. How did the, you get started in this profession? Well, uh, the story that I always tell the people, and, and that's uh, the, the truth. I was uh, about 10, 11 years old when I, uh, that was a Sunday. We have a, a small black on white TV at home and I, I you know from my parents uh, room I bring it to my room and I start surfing Puerto Rico we have uh, what five four or five channels surfing in the in the TV I come out I come with the uh, channel seven and channel seven right there five, was five o'clock I remember uh, why I remember because that was my soap opera all the time they they just start uh, Titans of the Ring, Titanes in the Ring. That come from Argentina, Argentina. Uh, Martin Caravacian, they have, they have the characters. I mean, actually the characters. You have the mummy guy dressing on the mummy uh, dress, the, the white mummy, the black mummy. Yeah, they have, they have the STP guy coming in the Formula car, you know, pushing by people. Uh, you have the Saint guys. Yeah, I mean, Don Quixote, Sancho Panza. You have the, the, the characters. 
And uh, the referee have a character. There is a character. Well, I come in love right there. Suma, I I see that that was man like a like a flash. Poof! The they just it's like a, a a man in black. They give you the, the the gimmick and you forget everything. So in this in this position, that went inside my brain somewhere and it's hiding there for um, almost forty years in the business of wrestling. Uh, Starting as a fan, of course, uh, moving to, to the martial arts after that, uh, that helped me a lot with the, with the wrestling. I mixed that big time. Uh, I became a, a security guard uh, with the main company, WWC, when, when I, I was visiting the, uh, the cards. No? Uh, I noticed one day uh, two of my uncles and one cousin, they working as a security, and, and I didn't even know. When I saw them there, I'm like, whoo. You know, and I talked to them a uh, week after. I said, can, can I go with you? I'll pay my ticket, you know. So I, I don't want to miss no wrestling from that point on. Uh, and I was, you know, visiting the wrestling uh, shows every week, every weekend. <laughs> uh, I, you know, then I, I gained some years in my, my age and, uh, I, you know, they give me the job. So then I was working uh, closer and closer to the ring. And at the same time, I was doing the martial arts. From there, I moved to the wrestling, uh, start, you know, uh, taking some classes here, there. Uh, and I didn't even take too much, too many classes, man. I remember I learned quick and, uh, and, and the crew that I was there, they, they, they have matches in different towns, different places, you know, small, uh, villages, let's call it that way, towns. And, uh, and I was there all the time. They say, hey, we have a, a match, blah, blah, blah. I'm there. Hey, what about <laughs> I'm there? You know, learning all the time and listen to the olders, you know. And uh, because I love, man, I don't know what happened. Uh, I fell in love with wrestling. And uh, whatever they, they say, I'm there. I want to I want to learn. I want to do it. Let's 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 take it. Let's take the chance. And uh, man, that take me to 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 be in the major company here in Puerto Rico. After I left that company, uh, Abdullah the Butcher gave me the opportunity to go to Japan with him. Uh, yeah, after we talked about that. Yeah, we yes. That. Yeah, we'll yes. That. yes. And, uh, man, uh, love what I'm doing, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know, when you're young and you uh, watch serious wrestling matches, it's very uh, consuming because it's so visual and very impressionable to young people, you know, young people. And when, yeah. I remember when I was uh, young, maybe seven, eight years old, back in Korea in the '60s, wrestling was huge. Yeah, a lot of things were on the line, especially when Korean wrestlers wrestling J- Japanese wrestlers. Then it was more yeah. than just wrestling, man. Yeah, national pride. You know what that's all about, right? Yes, that's that's a big time competition right there. Yes. Oh I yeah, know. yeah. I mean, you know, the whole uh, country stopped, and it, we just we're focused on that wrestling match to make sure that. You know, the Korean wrestler beat that Japanese wrestler, but exactly, you know, yeah. I'm not going to tell you what happened, but you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but, but you know, the, the, by that time, I believe the, the, the promoters know what they're doing and they have the, uh, you know, uh, uh, they have the magic, you know, oh, yeah. uh, on the people right there. Uh, yeah. and you're talking about the Korea, my, my expertise in, in Taekwondo is Korean, karate, Korea, okay. you know, Korean know. karate. Yes. That's my, uh, I'm a black belt second degree in, in Taekwondo. Uh, uh, but my time, 
everything, all the commands was in English, you know, yeah. and later they, they switched to, to Korean, yeah. but I was already out when that happened. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know nothing, you know, yeah, okay. in, in that part. <laughs> the only thing I know is how to throw a, a good kick. Okay. That's important. You know, the most, uh, sometimes wrestling is more than just wrestling. It actually yes. becomes national pride when one country wrestles another country, you know? Oh. We'll cover that when you, when, when we talk about the heels part. We're going to get your perspective yes. on that as well. So, but you know, a wise person when they're young, if they listen to their elders in whatever profession they're in, then I think they gain a lot. And, and that's a lot about, yeah. In life, in life. Yes. And that says a lot about you that yes. you are able to and willing to listen to your elders, which helped you on your way. So what advice do you have for these younger ones that are coming in and about life in general and their perspective on elders? Yes. One, one thing that I remember, too, uh, I was, you know, when a kid, I was with my parents. And, of course, I'm, as a kid, I saw them older. And, uh, uh, and they are in the what? And when, when my, my dad had me, uh, he was 21, you know. So uh, gr me growing, uh, see him with friends all the times, here, there, taking a beer and go to the beach. And, and, and you know, I always was around uh, older people and listen to them and their talks and this and that. And, and I believe that guide me to do what I do next that I didn't even know was do the wrestling and listen to, to, to what happened and learning from, I, I, I don't say mistakes is experience is experience because if you know what you're going to do, I mean, you don't make probably that, that mistake. Let's call it that way too. But don't take it like, Oh, I lose that. I didn't no, no. Take it as a good experience because the next time you come to that position, you know what to do. Yeah. You know, you know what to do. And what I have for these, uh, young, uh, uh, guys right now, less is more. Less is more. Of course. I mean, you guys are going. And growing in this wrestling business, and you want to do everything. You want to eat the world, and it's hard to eat it. It's very, very hard. People, they are on top right now. They're coming from suffering. You never know if they they don't don't say it. But listen to this advice. Less is more. Is more kids hurt in the last ten years than a than in the 40 years that I've been in business because they, they want to do too much. The wrestling change into a point in where it's more gymnastic, more jumping that probably in a good timing doing it. And at, at the right time, you, you're going to have a big pop on the people, but from the first match to almost the last match, everybody's jumping. So you will be going <laughs> to the, Wrestling of a circus. Oh, the wrestling maybe is a circus, maybe for some people, but if you do it the right way, I guarantee you that I'm gonna make you get up from the seat at the right time when I want it. Because when you have that experience, you you manage the, the fans. It's like a theater. When you go into a theater and you do your character the right way, even in a movie. The people, I mean, grab that character and it's like, I love that person. I love this. I love that. Of course, because you're doing the right, the right, uh, job and the right way to do it. So kids, 
Don't do too much. You don't need to do too much. Listen to the crowd. You're working for the crowd. You're not working for you. If you're working for you, do your own match and you and you bend and pin your, your pillow. And, and maybe you're not going to get hurt. You know, if you jump too, too high, maybe you're going to hit the ceiling and hit the floor and knock out. But less is more. Yes, yes, yes. And be humble. Be humble. I mean, you know, you, you don't have to do, you don't have to be the, the, I don't know what, but be humble 24-7. Yeah, I mean, wait, you know, wait your turn. You'll get your turn. Yeah. So oh, give yes. us some time. And like you said, timing is everything in a match, just like anything else, right? You have to have exactly. that momentum, and then you have to have that oh, slam. Yeah. You do it yeah. too early, yeah. then you burn out, right? I get, exactly. I understand. That's true. Yeah, I understand yeah. that. Yeah. And we will be right back after this important message. And we're back. It seems like there's a lot of psychology involved, as you were just stating, in matches, but also in terms of the business model. Now, for people that are not, I mean, their typical fans enjoy wrestling for what it is. But beyond the, uh, the, uh, the ring, you've been out of the ring for a while, so you, can ha- you have a perspective in the larger picture. So tell us what exactly is the business model of wrestling? Um, the model. Well, the way that I learned, the way that I learned my wrestling, uh, the first time I went to the gym, first time, first time, my first class was do not stand up in the middle of the ropes. Chiki Star, which is uh, one of the big time names wrestling in Puerto Rico, Teach me that without telling me, without opening his mouth. I was in the middle of the, of, the, of the ropes, and he just hit the ropes. And when he come, he hit me right with his elbow in my chest. Oh, oh my God, what a pain. I, I mean, he, I mean he, he took my breath out. I remember. And I went to the side. Uh, I hurt, hurt. I want to I be tough, but at the same time, was hurt. I was a puppy. Yeah. And uh, that teach me. And the way that I see what they do in there was art to me. The way they teach me to do all the things, of course, I was absorbing everything. Every, I mean, brother, everything. When they tell me, hey, uh, we do this, this way and this way, I say, I don't, don't matter. I'm here to do what I love to do. And this is wrestling. And I want to do this. When, when that first steps that I did took me to another level is when uh, I was discovered by Isaac Rosario. Uh, uh, he passed away a few months ago and he, he grabbed me and said, I like the way you wrestle. I'm going to talk to Carlos. They give me the opportunity and I grabbed that opportunity and still with me, uh, work with that company. The kids these days, of course, every every head is a different story, and every kid gonna have different ways to to make it. Once I mean, 
a bunch is going to make it all the way to the top right away. And others never going to make it. And others just been looking how the rest going up. But right now, right now, at this stage, with the COVID-19, with all this gaga that happening, the people are hungry for look on wrestling. A couple of months ago, our friends uh, do a show in, in Texas, sold out. Uh, LA, they did some show, uh, you know, quietly with people sold out. Philly uh, sold out place. I mean, right now, people want to join wrestling. And this is, is art. Wrestling is art. You need to have art to do what, what we do inside ring. Right now, uh, uh, so we are shooting a movie in Puerto Rico about wrestling, superstar of wrestling. And they choose me to, to, uh, it's like, uh, the point of view of me when I start in that company and, uh, and wrestling matches. So also they choose me to train the wrestlers, the, the actors. I was training the actors to wrestle. And some have a, a wrestling background, you know, from, from high school or stuff like that. The others don't have nothing. And I, I have uh, three, four. I got four of those actors wrestle. I put them to wrestle, to take bumps, to do the real move. And, and the people, the, the, the movie going to look so real, man. <laughs> that I'm so proud. I'm so proud. Uh, the other day we shooting a, a scenes, uh, in a, like a bot wire match, which was Carlos Colon against Bruce Brody, you know, and, and I was there for that shooting because I wanted, you know, look the, the right way. Uh, I shoot, I shoot, uh, 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 one with my, I wrestled, I wrestled Juan Rivera, you know, as a, let's call him the assassin, the friend or whatever. I was covered mask. And I was like a spoiler. And I, I, I wrestled, I wrestled myself, you know, by the time I, I got discovered by, by Isaac Rosario. And man, I'm so happy with that. And, and we doing, we doing so, so many things, uh, in, in, in with wrestling right now, locally. We are waiting for the, uh, the, the everything, uh, get, um, uh, uh, Fix and nice and, and clean. We have 30% in, in indoors and 50% outdoors, but it's going to be wasting too much money. We, we're going to do IWA. We're going to do a pay-per-views to, to tell the fans, the new fans, they are out there uh, waiting for this to happen uh, and, and shooting those pay-per-views to the, to the war so the people know what happened in IWA Puerto Rico what happened in the wrestling in Puerto Rico, also WWC, uh, which I come back to work with them after 23 years that I left the company. Uh, and we have so far a good relation to, to do good business, good wrestling. Uh, but the fans these days, uh, uh, ask, they ask for more. They want more. And the kids, and coming back to, to the, to the uh, back a little bit before, the kids want to do too much. Don't do too much. Tell a good story in the ring. Paint that canvas with the good oleo in where when you finish at the end and you sign it, the people see a good picture. Tell a good story from the first you touch that ring. How to do it, 
Well, you have to learn that in the process. If you don't have nobody to teach you how to do it. Uh, but wrestling is, is, uh, is my first love, man. And, uh, I've been having a lot of trouble with my wife, uh, because, uh, wrestling, but I'm there. I believe, I believe in acting is the same thing. Sometimes when you cannot bring the, the good money home, you know, but I'm there. I'm still there and, uh, I'm looking for, for make it better and better. Because when I'm gone, I want to leave people here. They know what to do, the right thing to do. And, and, and wrestling continues in Puerto Rico. Yes, you want to leave a legacy. Yes. I mean, it, it's not like a, a looking for, no, they have to do. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this uh, uh, list and you have to do that for the rest of your life. No, 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 no. I'm not looking for them to make me a big star to all savvy. No, 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 no. I want them to learn how to do the business and, and get that, that mind open and, and do the impossible with wrestling, but the right way, clean way, in where you know, don't, don't step on nobody, in where you, you do, I mean, they have to take care of their, their own companies. And that's what we, in a uh, few months, we're going to do uh, 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 wrestling classes too. I mean, we're going to be kind of a busy, big time with wrestling. Well, that's good. Seems yes, like sir. being being a successful wrestler today is as much acting as as well as being an athlete. Yet wrestling is harder because you know acting is acting, but you don't have to get your body slammed on screen. But when hey. you're wrestling, you're not only acting, yeah. you're also you know yeah. uh, doing athletic things. So I imagine yes. it's twice as hard. Now it must have been surreal when you saw yourself wrestling yourself, younger version of yourself during that filming, huh? Wow, uh, uh, was, was great that the guy that is doing it, uh, I know his dad from before he, he, he born. And, and after I saw him as a baby, I remember him. And, and now he, he's just so proud. He said, I'm so proud to, to do you because when, when I was a kid, I was, uh, you know, follow TNT and now yeah. I'm doing this in a movie, you know, uh, he's an actor. He's a great guy. Happy, happy because, uh, uh, he's doing it. And he's doing right. He's, he's welling. He's one of the guys, the first time that, that I sent him to a friend because I, I was, I didn't even have the time to train him for a couple of weeks. And he sent me tapes and he's already doing spinning kicks and doing bumps and say, Hey, take it easy. I don't want you to get hurt, you know? And, uh, now we are planning to do a, a wrestling match with him. So, you know, let's see, let's see what happened there. Uh, that's great. But the kid, the kids these days, uh, uh, they had, they love wrestling. Let's, let's give them that, that big time point. They love wrestling, but less is more, guys. Uh, you say something very, very important. A wrestler, when goes to the ring and have the, the experience that, that I, that I have, and you already have that, like I say, that experience, you control what is around you. Cause you already walk in. You already in that ring. Wrestlers, like you say, have to have in their head when they take that bump to don't hurt or hurt his uh, opponent. What is the next move? You have to talk to the people, get the people into your stuff. How are you going to move to, to do the, the second level in, in the match? I mean, he, he, his acting, of course, is, is similar in the point where you need to know what's the next, next line. If you, your partner forget the line and you know the line, you throw, 
you throw a bone there to pick it up right away. And wrestling is the same. When, when I learned in my times, uh, uh, the heel have to uh, control the match. I said, well, that's good. But I hit the wall when a heel that I work don't, don't know how to, to, to do that, you know, take, take care of the match or continue the match or make the match. So I have to run in in that. So somebody have to do it. That's one of the experiences that I learned in my, my time in wrestling, uh, how to control the match from the babyface uh, uh, way and the, uh, the heel way, how to, to, to make somebody look good inside the ring without they knowing, because the kids just want to go there and kick it and punch it and stuff like that. Ah, take your time. Work the people. They are more important. They come, they pay to see you. And one of the things that I learned all the time, then that's the, the, that I, what I try to do, uh, 24 seven when I'm in the ring is to leave the ring being the best match of the night because that's what the people remember. That's right. That's right. And we will be right back after this important message. Just for the information for people who may not be familiar with the term heel, yep. heel, heel is a yes. wrestling terminology to uh, describe the guy. Yeah, the villain, the pro, uh, the antagonist yes. who plays against the protagonist. And we're gonna, I'm going to ask you about heel being a little later. So hang on there, buddy. Um, yes, now, you, you are five foot eleven and two hundred sixty pounds when you were active. Is that an ideal size? Because there's somebody, there's some people, the wrestlers, they're a bigger, larger, heavier. What's an ideal physical size to be a good wrestler? Uh, well, health. Let's, let's start with that. Good health is, uh, like me, I'm a chubby guy. Uh, I try to, to lose some weight working out and doing that. I feel good uh, to be in the ring the, the way that I was. Uh, and now I'm more, more heavy, but, uh, we all are, uh, <laughs> uh you know, but, uh, yeah. It, if if you are a big guy, tall guy, and you're a muscle guy, beautiful. Let's work that way. Because a booker guy need to know the size of who they have to do exactly what they want, the story that they picture to, to do. You're a big muscle guy, well, I have to do something like this with this guy. Oh, you're a, a big guy because you're heavy, heavy. Uh, so I need to do something different with this guy because he's not going to show me no muscles. So uh, times with the, uh, with the weight is normal, different, whatever. I mean, if you're skinny, it's kind of a hard to the people, uh, says, Oh, this guy going to win against the other one. Of course, with a good story, that's anything is possible. It's possible, but, uh, Show some respect with the older wrestlers. Please put some uh, muscle, do some push-ups, do whatever you have to do to to look good, you know, inside the ring. But uh, sizes before matter a lot because the, everybody want to be a heavyweight, two hundred up. Now it's so many different weights, you know, uh, size high and tall. Always been like that, but lately it's like poof, they just come out of the uh, the cages. So do you think the present-day wrestlers are bigger and, and larger just naturally? Well, yes. 
some, a percentage, but at the same time, if you see, you don't see no characters out there. Yeah. What I'm talking about is, let's see, like here, you, you don't see some Abdullah the Butcher. Yeah. You don't see some, some uh, Bruce Brother. You don't see like Ox Baker kind of guy, Ernie Ladd guy kind of guy. Uh, uh, you know, it's few uh, characters out there. Uh, you don't see no more ugly guys. The, the mean uh, as a wrestler, bulky guy, maybe muscles, whatever. But that that face that, that give you that trademark that you say like, "Whoa, I know who's that guy." It's like no more. Everybody want to see. Everybody want to be pretty, blonde, yeah. nice, oh, similar. Know. They're all becoming yeah. more similar, right? Exactly. You know, but you don't see no more characters like that. It's, so, it's few out there. Yeah, which makes the story storyline sort of bland, right? Because there's really exactly. Not- Strong protagonist and strong antagonist to create the good guy, bad guy, evil yeah. versus the good, you know, God exactly, Satan, you know, what I exactly, mean? exactly, exactly. Um, That's I it. guess it's a, the evolution has changed, but maybe once they figure it out, you know, maybe the wrestling management, once they figure it out, they'll realize, you know, not everybody can be little pretty characters. We need some storyline here, and without some uh, heels, there is no substance. You know? Exactly. You need you need you need a you need a you need a good uh, bad guy. If the bad guy don't know how to talk, well, we need uh, somebody a good manager. You know, uh, a manager could be sometimes more strong than a wrestler. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you need to be careful with that. Uh, so if it's that happened, that's no problem because when you are a good booker, what you're gonna do is work around that manager to to get that wrestler up. Then later switch whatever. And have matches with the manager because you know uh, more you know sooner or later the manager have to jump inside the ring to to get the good house a good story you know right, uh, right. but uh, it's like no more no more characters no ugly people out there yeah I understand what you're saying now <laughs> in the old days when the, you had the heels versus the good characters who determined who was to play what character what was that based on well basic basic they already. Uh, coming from other ter- territories with the character as a heel, and, and if I, you know, before you have you got uh, territories in Texas, uh, Louisiana, you have Florida, Puerto Rico, Georgia, Atlanta, you know, in uh, those wrestlers was in those territories as a heels, as the baby faces, and the bookers move around when they finish uh, maybe one year in different places. So they know who is who, and they take those guys. Hey, I need you in Puerto Rico, and let's say it's Abdullah the Butcher. So I need to put Abdullah the Butcher in television, showing this ugly man killing people left and right, you know, crushing people. So he gonna face my baby face in Puerto Rico. So now we make a big threat. Oh my God! Now we're gonna have a, this monster coming to destroy Carlos Colon, which was the uh, the guy in those times. Uh, uh, to wrestle, and when you change, it's like the the country Japan against Korea. So you got uh, this guy was from Sudan, Africa, a big monster against the Puerto Rican pride. So oh, let's see what happened, and that paid that pay uh, you know uh, a good ticket the people to come to see his native uh, guy uh, uh, wrestle an outside assassin, and, and and then from there you do whatever you want. Because you have the people cultivated, cultivated already. And, hey, next week we're going to be here again because we're going to do something very good tonight. So make these people come and double the house. 
you know, it's a story, good story. Gotcha. Now you've been a number of different characters, both yep. babyface as well as heel. What yep. was your favorite character? Heel. heel. Okay. I love, I love, I love to be a heel because I to be a, uh, I don't know. It's like, uh, make me be more in control as a babyface. Okay. But I, I love to, to take the people, uh, get inside their head and make them come out and, and listen to them. So make the baby face look good. And I know by the by ear, you know, uh, and knowing and, and, and looking at the people and do whatever. I did the uh, TNT when I start in, in, in the promotion here as a heel. And uh, I love it. I even talk. I was quiet all the time, but I was doing, doing my stuff and learning inside the ring. Uh, then I move uh, in WWF. I did the character Quine uh, as a heel too. And uh, I love that. Was the TNT with the mask. That's the only thing that, that, that happened there. Then when they moved me to Sabio Vega, I was babyface. But when they, they did the Nation of Domination as a heel, being in Sabio Vega, I love that. I love it. Uh, uh, because like I say, I have the control to, to, you know, from the match to get the pop of the people, to get them out of their seats. When I come to Puerto Rico and I finish with WWF, we did the Sabio Vega general manager in IWA Puerto Rico. And man, I, I was the top heel there as a manager and as a wrestler. But I know wrestle all the, you know, all the time. I was, you know, backstage, uh, quiet kind of, uh, uh, doing my, 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 my stories with, with the from guys. And, and I have a bunch of new guys. And we push those guys so hard. We are sold out every weekend in here in Puerto Rico from 2002 to 2006. I mean, it was crazy, crazy. And I love to be a heel. Love yeah. it. Yeah, it, it seems like, putting it simply, the role of a heel is to get the crowd angry at you. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> that, that way, that way uh, uh, you know, you get that baby face over big time. And, and like I say, I, I want to leave that ring with the people happy of what they see in my match. You know, I, I want to leave that ring with the good taste of their mouth and say, man, I love that match. Remember when they did this and blah, 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 whatever. And always they remember the end. So good ending in a match. Ooh, a good happy ending. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, what, what is the story behind the character Kwong? How did that come about? All right. When I when I uh, did my tryout in WWF uh, by that time or WWE, uh, they don't want to use the paint, so they say uh, we're gonna put you a mask. I say okay, uh, and they they be, they come, they make the, the girls there make a regular mask, and I say listen, I need a mask in where you cannot see my eyes because I don't know, I don't have nothing oriental in myself. The only thing I have oriental is uh, martial arts. That's it, <laughs> you know. So uh, they, they become with the, and I still have the prototype somewhere here at home, the mask uh, covering my, my eyes. Then later I went to Mexico and I, I make, you know, good new mask. And uh, so all the time you see the character Quan, you cannot see the, his eyes. It's because that, you know, and uh, man, and they say, well, we're going to call you, call you Quan and you're going to use a mask and, and do you martial arts. You know, that's no problem with that. I say, all right. Let's do it. And I joined one person that helped me 
and I was talking about the, him the other day, was Mr. Fuji. When I arrived there, Mr. Fuji uh, helped me a lot inside the, the ring uh, because I wasn't as a tight team with uh, Yokozuna too. So they say, uh, Fuji say, hey, you are too fast. Relax. You know, and he watched my matches every night and was guiding me, do this, don't do that, go too fast. And I say, oh, I was listening to him. I come in, you know, from that ring straight to him, you know, and I sit down next to him and listen to him. And every night, it's a lesson right there. But until one day he say, you got it. And he said, you got, you got it. I said, thank you. And then from the, hey, man, look at that. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, man, I love that, man. Rest in peace, his soul, man. Uh, he helped me a lot. We take care of him there big time. And, uh, and now I, I, me having more experience in Puerto Rico, going to Japan, then have the opportunity to go to WWE in that time, helped me to, to be humble and listen to him and learn from him. Because if I don't have that as school here in Puerto Rico, I maybe say to him, okay, yeah, 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 and, and continue, you know. And, and no, I was, I was, I was like a sponge, man, absorbing everything, watching everybody's matches. I learned that here in Puerto Rico, uh, when the old timer says, watch the matches, watch yeah. other people's matches. So that way I learn and I say, okay, yeah, to learn. That's what I think. But at the same time, I become with, different ideas and say, man, this is like, uh, of course, I'm going to learn something from, from this match. But at the same time is, I don't know when I'm going to wrestle that guy. And he's going to come maybe next week or two weeks or one month later. And I know how he wrestled already. I know what worked with him inside the ring. So when it's my chance to be with him eye to eye, I'm going to have a good matches. And that happened, man. And I did that, and I learned and, and see uh, spots they doing, and I said, I like that spot, but I'm going to switch something different to make it better or, or make it, you know, worse. Let's see. But all the time was uh, good, good matches. Yeah. To be honest, yes. Learning, uh, the wanting to learn attitude is everything, and, and obviously you have that because you, you can, as long as you're learning, you're growing, right? Yo. And we will be right back after this important message. Like, you ever seen that movie, The Karate Kid? Yes, of he was that. Right. It sounds like him. That, he was that, that. That was him. That was him. And uh, and uh, he have bad knees, and and we took care of him. We traveled together. Was Yokozuna, Yukichi, Masafuji, and me. You know, and uh, sometimes Yukichi was in another tour or off, and I was there, so I was with him. Uh, once they they teach me how to put. I don't know the, the right word in English. Uh, uh, Yokozuna, we call him the diaper, the big, the big Yokozuna gimmick around, you know. Uh, and they teach me how to do it because Fuji uh, already was older and it was hard for him. So they teach me how to put that on him and tie it good. And I say, okay, 
I'm there. So they put me in every time with Yokozuna. And I was there with Master Fuji. And I was driving the car all the time and learning from him. And listen to his stories, listen to the, you know, missing, missing that guy, man. Yeah, you're he, he, he was my Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, you're a wise individual to realize and to learn from someone older. So that's very oh, good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that, that's the ones that have to, you know, you're going to learn something, like you said in the beginning. I mean, listen to them. They already have that experience. They already passed that. So listen to them. He's the one that teach me one day. He said, listen. He said, Quan. I said, yes. He said, you see that kid? He said, yeah. Just wait a few years. He said, just like that. I said, I say, okay. He said, next time he come to talk to you more, you know, uh, he's the tough thing, tell him. I see you in a way up. I see you in a way down. I'm going to be here waiting for you. And I said, okay. So he teach me that and I'll never forget that. You know, so it's like uh, the kids come back, you know, oh, muscle, I'm the tough guy. Well, see so you in a way up. Good. But also I'm going to wait here because you're coming down. That's right. I think sometimes Charlie... they come in, sometimes they come in down hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Harder than what's going up. I think Charlie oh. Chaplin said that, you know, be nice to everybody yeah. because. You yes. know, on your way up, because you meet them on your way down. And, you know, nobody exactly. can stay on top forever. Yeah, and, exactly. Why, you know, life is such that there's no need Ooh. to stay there. You know, you have your turn. Be humble. Enjoy it. Enjoy help. The moment, and then let somebody else take it, right? Help, help people. Help. You yes. know, I mean, sometimes that one of the things that, you know, in my way to, when, when the better told me, watch the matches and learn from the matches. Uh, Butch Wacker look told me the same. And I said, well, the same time I, I help the guys. When I see their matches, I see something and I, I talk to them in the back. Hey, I see you did this spot like this. Yes. If you do this and maybe switch here and do that, it's like, man, that sounds good. And next day they doing it or doing it with me, you know, look better and have another pop with the people, have another reaction, you know, and, and at the same you help, you help. Right, right. <clears throat> I mean, body throw is a body throw, but if you do it well, it gets the crowd into it. So we know that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, being Quan and you wearing that mask, how difficult was that? Well, in the beginning, I, I used masks before here in Puerto Rico. When I start, I start my first match was uh, uh, with a mask on. And uh, many, many years, you know, without using it, uh, being here in Puerto Rico as TNT, then in Japan, here they come and put me uh, on that mask. Uh, I choose the, the fabric, the nice one, so I could hear better, you know, and uh, uh, don't don't tighten my face so you could breathe better because that's kind of a claustrophobic too. You know, you feel that in your head. You cannot breathe or, or whatever. But one of the good things is that I come to WWE in that time with good shape, good air. And when, when the mask was on, and the mask, I have it with the mouth open. That way you could breathe a lot better uh, and, and be, you know, great. And I was running that ring, that 20 by 20, like I was in my, in my bed. You know, uh, nice, good timing, uh, uh, good air to, to breathe there. It uh, wasn't difficult for me. It was, was okay. Okay, good. <clears throat> good to know. But it does make a difference if you wear oh. a mask. In terms oh, of- yes. Yeah. So you have to be, I think, a superior wrestler to... Wrestle with a mask than without a mask, obviously, right? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, lo- I love both. I mean, it, it's, it depends on the character, 
uh, uh, and the, the, the experience that you have is how you're going to take that character to another level. Uh, if, if you're a heel and, and you're going to wrestle uh, August Shaw, so you need to go with what he's doing. And plus, if, if I'm, we are in your country, and, and you're going over, my friend, I'm going to put you hard and I'm going to be hard with you inside the ring because at the end of the match, that's when we're going to celebrate with all the people up going, wow. Yeah, yeah we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna talk about when you went to Japan about that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, let me ask you a philosophical question about wrestling and the characters, the heels and the baby faces. It seems like often the characters are very stereotyped. Um, what is your thought about that? Uh, well, you, you, you have to, if, if like me, let's, let's say, when they choose uh, have me in the character of Quang, what I say to me is, well, this is a TNT without, without the paint. So they, they saved me a lot of time painting me. That's good, but I I I love to be with the character in my face, you know, to see my my paints or whatever. But they don't want that. They have a, 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 a legion of Dune, rest in peace, their soul. They are they're already there with the painting face, so they don't want too many people uh, with paint in their faces. And uh, that character, I love it. I love to do it. I love to do that. The quang. Uh, like I say, it was a TNT. Feel great. I was in my, in my timing and my 30s some with good shape, throwing kicks here, there. And, and that character, in that character, uh, I have people talk, talking to me, you know, lately they want to buy masks from that character. And I, I have to work on that. Uh, oh, that's a market right there. Yes, sir. And I have to work on that. Too many things doing it and going crazy. Uh, but that character of Quang, I love it because uh, what's me? And I'm just coming from, from doing that character in Puerto Rico, going to Japan, doing it, and then fly to, to, to WWF. And to be honest, I didn't even know too much about WWF before, you know? Right. Uh, don't, I, was, I wasn't a, a follower about, you know, of WWF and... Uh, but, but, but the character as Quang, being a, being a TNT and, and going as a Quang, uh, was easy for me. And, and you say something, you mentioned something. Uh, repeat me the, 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 the yeah, question. The, stere- the stereotype the st- image of wrestling characters. Uh, like, you know, if you're Latina, Latin, then they kind of give you stereotype Latin. And then if you're Asian, then you, they make you very stereotype Asian. That yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Well, when when they put me in the quang gimmick was because of martial arts. I believe if I don't don't have that, I was uh, another bunch of the wrestler right there. Right. That I mean, me having the skill of uh, being a black belt in Taekwondo and do my my martial arts and know how to do it in the right time, you know, helped me a lot. You know, to to do that character as quang. When they switch me to be a Sabi Vega, a Puerto Rican, what they do is, okay, he's from South Bronx, New York, uh, which is west in the, uh, you know, 
the 70s and 80s, the worst part of New York. You have these Puerto Ricans here taking over over here and do whatever they want. So they put Sabio Vega as the, the uh, they call him the saint of the delinquent. Uh, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, and Sabio is the guy going to talk to the kids in school to stay in school and, and do that. And, and we did. We visited a few school talking to the kids, you know, as a character of, of uh, Savio Vega. So they put me as, a, of course, me being Puerto Rican from South Bronx. I'd never been in the South Bronx. You know, I was, uh, I, I, of course, I'd been there one time and, and say hello to people. And, uh, but I was from native Puerto Rico, you know, uh, and uh, so they put that, that, like you say, that stereotypes. And, and, and to the marketing, you have Tatanka, the, the Indian guy. So, he, you know, the, why? Because his, his background is some of the Native of America. So it was a perfect character with him, you know, and, and he enjoyed it, doing it, of course, because he feel proud. Uh, me doing the Puerto Rican, uh, of course, I'm proud to be Puerto Rican and, and proud to do what I'm doing in the ring. Uh, uh, by the time I was, I believe the only, the only guy was, no, was a British bulldog and Owen. Yeah. We carry flags. So oh, yeah. we, we I carry, I carry my flag all the time because I feel proud. Every time we went to the, uh, uh, what is it called? Madison Square Garden. You had a bunch of Puerto Ricans there, man. Absolutely. Happy, <laughs> happy brother. What just the first time they told me you're going to be in a Madison Square Garden. I was quiet. I'm like in a garden. Wow. You know. Then there, I was in a garden. Every time we went to the garden, I was there, you know, happy, happy to, to wrestle there. When they switched me, uh, uh, as Sabio Vega with my face out there as a Puerto Rican, a lot better, you know, uh, when they switched me uh, as a heel in right there in Madison Square Garden, oh my God, you got all those Puerto Ricans mad at me. Uh, I remember, uh, I remember Vince, I have a small Puerto Rican flag and Vince wanted me to reap it. You know, red the flag. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm, I'm in the ring, man. And he said, red the flag. I said, no. You know, and he's like, he got mad at me. He got, ooh, he got that soup. Yeah, I got. I don't, I don't know who's out there waiting. Oh, right. you, you messed with that flag. I got to yeah, shoot they, you, you son of a oh, yeah, yeah, they might kill you before you get out exactly. of the ring. So that's. Uh, they, oh, hey, that's what I thought, to be honest. I said, yeah. I don't know who, I don't know who's out there. The, yep. the, you know, don't like what I did and, and I, I'm doing the, uh, my wrestling, whatever, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna know. They, the only thing they know that, that you disrespect our flag or whatever. And I, I say no. I say no to him. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, Vince McMahon asked a little bit too much of you there. So yeah. out of decline yeah. also. <laughs> no, uh, to be honest. And, and I got Bruce, uh, Bruce Preacher come to the, uh, apron ring and he was hitting the mat and say, Rip the flag! I say <laughs> no. no. And, and I look to the entrance, and I remember things turn around and get went inside. He was few, yeah. few. I respect my flag. I love my flag. So, hey, I, I agree with your judgment there. This is the end of part one. We thank you for listening and invite you to tune in the next time for part two. Meanwhile, join our growing family by subscribing to our podcast.